Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Eat, Meditate, Live. You're here with Cat B. I'm a little late in airing my podcast for this week, but guess what? This is episode 10 and we are season 1 and on the final episode of the season. And I will be taking a break after this, um, about two months I would say, but I will definitely announce it once I have my first episode for the second season ready and out for you to hear on my social media through my web, um, I shouldn't say web page, but through rss.com and of course my Instagram account, WanderingCat, W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G-K-A-A-T or at Eat, Meditate, Live. They're both on Instagram. And also for my friends who follow me or who I'm friends with on Facebook, it will be up on my Facebook account once I am ready to be with you again on my um, new season here on my podcast. So today, um, I want to say that uh, I actually planned a different podcast for my final episode for this season, but somehow something happened a few days ago at work that made me decide that I wanted to um, revert or switch back to what I feel more comfortable talking about. I initially planned for this episode to about um, to talk about my preparation for the Berlin Marathon, which I'm not so good, good at right now. But like I said, I decided to change it because I feel like this other topic would be something that you know, is closer to my heart at this time. This still talks about meditation and the benefit that I've gotten from it since practicing it um, two years ago, since 2019. I would say 2021. It will be three years actually this um, this year in August. But I know some of you have asked me to talk about meditation more. And I'm glad that um, through my Instagram account and through my podcast, a few of my friends have actually started um, practicing meditation. And um, one of my friends actually um, took her first, um, not first, but like uh, enrolled and registered for transcendental meditation in the state where she lives. And I'm happy about that because that is something that I'm really, you know, proud to share with everyone else um, who know me and who even don't know me. Um, that's about my life that has helped me a lot over the course of um, uh, the past, what, three years or so, or nearly three years. So yeah, I want to talk about um, the benefits of meditation again in this podcast. Um, and I want to start by giving a background that led me to my decision to talk about this topic uh, this week. Um, a few days ago at work, I nearly lost my shit. Um, you know, not raging mad and doing a Will Smith, but it, it was far from that. But I got, to, I got so triggered by some things that really annoyed me that I was boiling inside for quite a bit. But again, it wasn't enough for me to, you know, yell and scream and punch because I've, I have to say, I used to be a screamer and I get so agitated. If you had seen me and how I lived and worked in an emergency room in New York, I was a, you know, a person who was almost always like close to screaming, but it wasn't that level. And I don't think I'll ever go back to that kind of like reaction when I'm, 
you know, triggered by something so over it. But it was enough to annoy me that I was really boiling quite a lot inside. And, you know, enough for me to say to my coworker that I need to vent and to another coworker that, you know, I need to meditate. And thank God I did because after, you know, doing so, I felt a lot better. It's hard to expound on this podcast without talking about meditation. You know, um, that aspect of like changing your reaction without me talking about meditation. Because all this change I attribute to meditation. I know they say that as you grow older, you would learn to be more patient and like just know how to deal with things that are, you know, that trigger you, the, the age teaches you to you know react differently but i don't think that is always the case i've seen people who in their 40s 50s still like you know get triggered and react to the same things that triggered them when they were young the same way they haven't evolved at all so i honestly don't believe that age helps you change that no not everyone of us goes through that you know, epic change once we hit our 40s or 50s or 30s. No, I don't think so. There has to me be like a a trigger or something that causes a tipping point. And for me, that is meditation. Um, many of you who know me or who have heard me on this podcast know that I meditate. I practice transcendental meditation. I started practicing and, you know, meditating. I learned Transcendental Meditation in 2019. And I would say like 99% of the time, I meditate twice a day. Um, I almost never miss it. There, in, in the nearly three years that I've been meditate, meditating, I've probably only missed it um, three times. Uh, one was for like a really stupid re- reason and the two others we were I was just like really tired that I couldn't I couldn't I, I didn't have the energy um, I wouldn't say not even energy but um, I was just like really exhausted I, I, I couldn't wake up anymore to meditate and one was I really simply forgot so I think that sums it up to three incidents where I did meditate um, yeah, so I meditate twice a day. These are not long meditations. These, these are meditations that last 20 minutes plus, you know, time to like slowly come out of that meditative state. And um, thankfully, because it's a shorter meditation, it this technique is easy that I, I can practice this with so much ease. I mean, maybe because I've also been seeking for much of my life, especially in adulthood, unknowingly perhaps um, for something that will ground me in times like this and you know not to resort to like other means of coping like binge eating or shopping or yelling when times get tough because believe me I I know people who yell and scream when you know when they get triggered and you know I'm, I'm, I'm just happy that I don't resort to that thing um <laughs> Once in a while, I still eat out of stress or I still shop out of stress, but I've definitely gotten better. But meditation definitely has a lot, helped me a lot. Deal with this um, in situations like this. And like I said, maybe I would say that 
why meditation was easy for me is because I know I've been seeking. I've been seeking this and this my and this has become like my go-to during times like this meditation. Also, um, at the same time, meditating for me is the key that, you know, put me in that space of knowing how to react differently when faced with adversities and challenges, which in the past may have triggered me and caused me to, again, yell and scream and do other stupid, you know, shit that I could come up with just to, to vent and to release that stress and tension that's inside me. Also, um, on one hand, I am also in the process of finishing my course on life coaching and meditation for me is a good way to practice the principles that I learned. Um, I, I, I'm doing that course on life coaching and, you know, the things that I learned through meditation and will, I, I'm, I know will help me in becoming a, a good life coach. Um, life coaching classes, as I learned, are actually good not just for for you for for you if you're learning to do it as a career in life but also for yourself it it's a good way to you know it, it's like a it's a learning for both you as for yourself as you know a career and also for yourself so that you'll you know learn how to develop skills to maneuver through your life and you know like mixing this with meditation um, is, is, is really a good thing for me. So what I'm driving here pretty much is that I'm thankful that I have learned meditation, practicing it and also taking the life, um, life coaching courses because I need it for times like that day at work when I got so triggered by an incident and also, you know, it, you know, for times like that and situations that call for learning on how to react differently and how to maneuver around with or to maneuver around or with these types of situations and challenges. So going back to the, the challenge and that stress that I faced at work a few days ago, you know, I love being a nurse. There's so many demands and continued learning um, expected out of being a nurse. I have to admit that. It's not just like, you know, you learn and you're done. But, you know, but I love it. It's it's a continuing process. And I've been a nurse for 14 years, I think. And, and, and I learned so many things. I love where I work right now. Albeit, I'm not working with the same co-workers I have in New York who have all become friends and family and I miss them so much. But I love um, where I work. And although I've only I've only been in my current workplace for three years and it's a job that I enjoy, I've gotten familiar to a lot of the things that we do there. And it's definitely less, um, it has less stressors than what it was working in an emergency in New York. And it's definitely something... I honestly need in my life right now, which is why I, in at the end of the day, much as I miss my friends, my family, my daughter out in New York, I feel like the move to California and the move to this job were things that I really need in my life. But just like everything else, there are quirks to it and things around it that annoy the fuck out of me. There are little things that, you know, 
can really annoy me. So Friday was an example to it. Or must I say the days leading up to Friday that really got me into this space where I did not like to be. Um, it was sort of like an incident that just compounded and compounded and then it finally hit its peak on Friday. But again, I did not do a Will Smith. I was still like mostly composed and much as I was like boiling inside me, I was still like, you know, I still, you know, I still, I cursed, I admit, but not to a point where I screamed and stormed and yelled. Thank God. Um, at the same time, I was anxious over something that left me clenching my jaw again, which hurts so much. Um, when I get so anxious, um, my jaw clenches and it really hurts me and it really bothers me that whenever I meditate, once everything relaxes, like my, my husband, John has been witness or I witness it for myself when I'm meditating by myself, like how once everything relaxes, my face would like, my jaw would relax. And once I open it, it would just like crack and pop because I was clenching it and stressing it so much, um, you know, leading up to meditation, but that's how, that's just how it is. That's just, you know, me. I mean, I think this better than actually like yelling or screaming or punching someone I, th I think that would still be like considered a good way to react to stress a better way than doing other things that you will regret much later on so going back to the incident at work another issue also um came up with another person that made me feel like you know resistant and angry and you know um annoyed deep inside I didn't really bring it bring it out but inside me that other incident that happened with another issue uh, with another person made me feel angry that also put me in that space where I didn't want to be being consumed with anger deep inside I don't like that because you know why because while it consumed me I was certain the other person just went on about his and her life like that didn't happen like you know like nothing right like when we react and get mad the other pe person just goes on with his life some people are just oblivious like that you know the other person just went about his life like that thing that you you know that like his actions weren't incendiary at all for you and it I, I don't think at the end of the day if you look at it I don't think that's fair either you know, he didn't even, the worst thing that also can happen is that person didn't even know that he just stoked it for you. So he goes on with his life. Meanwhile, you are boiling deep, deep inside and deep down. And I, I, I don't like being in that space. And, but thankfully, in my life now, I have the right ammunition with me when things like this happen. So that day when it happened, I asked someone to call me so I can ventilate and validate what I felt it was one of my co-workers I didn't ask I didn't particularly call this person to say like hey can you like you know validate me no I didn't but that person did it anyway the funny thing with validation is John my husband is a big believer of this 
it is a way for you know a, a, it is a way to feel that the to make the other person or a person feel that he was heard for what he or she feels or for what is on her mind that you know like situations that are not so great that she's facing at that time at, at a given time but when john uses validation on me or when he asked me to do this for him and we are not or you know hearing each other or when we have arguments i i hate it but i'm learning to do it regardless because i felt that you know as i use it especially on patients sometimes when we have delays at work during our procedure or like scans or whatever um and they get upset i use this strategy of validating their emotions and their feelings i found that it helps a lot that they actually feel like they were heard and it calms them down um yeah but that day on friday i really needed someone to validate me so i talked to that coworker and this coworker listened and validated um i came out of that phone conversation somewhat you know feeling some relief not totally but some which was a good step then i asked um for a few minutes out you know i was working with another coworker and i asked that coworker um for a few minutes out to meditate i must say though that i'm fortunate to be working with someone that day who also meditates so he under he understood the need for me to just step out and meditate and you know take a bit of a time off um that hour just to like you know go out and meditate and i'm thankful for that it's such a california thing but i'm just thankful that yeah uh compared to new york there are actually more people that i know here who are actually into these type of like you know um not type this type but i should say like more accepting of the things that we do to help us you know de-stress in a way so i went out to meditate just 20 minutes and i came out feeling much better after that then you know much better than that phone call i had about 30 minutes prior you know not that i didn't think about the incident that triggered me during meditation because that can happen it is called um stress release but you always have to just you know um not put so much effort but just go back into the meditation aspect of of it it's hard to explain unless you get the course but yeah like having those thoughts in your head the stressors in your head during meditation that is a normal thing and again the what i like about transcendental meditation is that they don't actually tell you to like clear your mind or like do not think of other things it is okay to think of other things except that you have to bring yourself back to the meditation it's again it's hard to explain this part until you actually um learn the technique yourself but yes i i i still thought about the incident during the meditation because i was pretty much in that state of releasing stress during that meditation but i felt better it wasn't perfect but i definitely felt better then i also started to think back to what i had learned from being with john who is a you, if you've heard my prior episodes 
um, he's a big meditator himself. Um, he's a Siddha. Um, he lived in ashram uh, for many, many years um, to learn, not to learn, to practice meditation. And, and he was a monk. Um, so one of the things that I learned from John himself is that, you know, in life, some of like the way we react to things is also because of like specific past baggages and that affects how we react to certain things that happen in our life um and the way we react that the way we react to certain situation or certain scenario is not because of what that person is doing yes it can be but also a bulk of it could also be because of your past baggage and that you know I mean yeah the person who triggered me that day legitimately did something that I found unacceptable and unsound but at the same time I've reflected about the excess you know the excess emotion that I emanated and manifested and I assure you that a lot of that was from a baggage that I had from the past, which exaggerate these emotions, these emotions. And I acknowledge that. I acknowledge that the way I reacted, the, the reason why I was so angry was because I had some baggage with me from past experiences or even from my past life that caused me to react that certain way. And again, it's not to say that the other person who caused me to be angry did not do anything wrong or did not do anything that I thought wasn't logical. That person did. But then the excess reaction coming from my end was surely like, you know, caused by some baggage that I carried with me. So that's the thing that I had to acknowledge. And when I'd go back to that, that's when I realize that you know I can change how I react and how I feel and by changing how I react and how I feel that makes me feels a lot feel a lot better moving forward from that day on Friday and another thing that I sorry have allergies another thing that I learned from somewhere some Facebook post of a friend that went some that was that like it, it goes something like this don't stress for four minutes what does it matter in four years and that really makes sense that's why much as it as it was just a Facebook post that I saw it made a profound impact on me because it is true a lot of things that bother us or bother me at any given moment things that consumed me or consume us they're so minuscule that they won't even matter in a year or in years to come. So why stress about it for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, a day or whatever? Just think and, and, and think and take a break and pause and see if, you know, does this thing really matter in 10 years? And go from there. So fast forward to today, um, I don't really reflect on this as much anymore, um, but when things like this arise, I, 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 
I'm happy that I meditate. I realize I'm happy that I meditate. And I've said this so many times over on social media, to my friends, in prior podcast episodes, that meditation helped my life in so many levels. Like reacting to stressors or events, one of them, to things that normally triggered me for an extended duration. Meditation has helped me deal with that. It showed me that there are different ways to respond to things. And also the degree of reactivity has changed as well. And that to me is equally important. Very like very important from that I learned from meditating the in in nearly like for nearly three years. And this is helpful to me and to many because then I can go on with my activities in life with a more pleasant disposition. It radiates to others. I don't want to be at work and just be like constantly angry. I don't want that. I don't want people to look at me and walk on eggshell because I am mad or I am like, you know, I have this like baseline cranky disposition. No, I don't want that. I want people to be with me because they feel that, you know, I emanate that, you know, jollier, happy disposition. I don't want people to think of me as like this cranky bitch who comes to work and, you know, carries her baggage with her. And now we have to walk on eggshells because she's not in a good mood. No, I don't want to be remembered as a person who is that. Also, through the regular and prolonged practice of meditation, I'm hoping that, you know, this ability to react differently to potential stressors and challenges and even like you know, the challenges and stressors and issues I had in the past that through meditation, I will get better at dealing with them better and better. And that I can show and, you know, set an example in the simplest way I can. And I, I, I don't mind if people attribute that to the fact that, oh, that's because cat meditates. That's why she acts that way. Um, and again, I, want to say that you know meditation doesn't just like help did at least on my part didn't just help me with how I react to like stressors that I encounter now but also helps me deal with other issues that I had growing up or in the past that caused me to act or um, to act in a certain way when, you know, in my life prior to meditation, the quirks that I had or crazy things that I did prior to meditation that were brought on by my prior experiences, experiences from childhood, experiences from maybe even past life. It's pretty much like changing your karma, the karma that you know from back then and karma that you are aware of, that you experience while you're in this lifetime and I feel that you know meditation helped me a lot because I understood them better now and it's making me take a different step towards you know like reacting differently or acting even acting differently and that is also another thing that you know I learned very like importantly 
in in my life um now that i meditate um and of course there are other benefits meditation has uh besides all these things that i mentioned in this episode it's hard to bring them up without putting them in for at least for me in a context of an of a recent experience and how that's how i like to go about my my podcast to like talk about recent events and applying the things that i learned um in meditation or through meditation or in my life in general um by using them by using certain recent experiences um and putting that aspect of learning into context so when i come back in the coming season i will talk more about other you know benefits of meditating which also leads me back to what i said earlier um i am learning to become a life coach and it may come as a surprise to many how someone who used to be so easily fired up and appears to be all over the place and restless can muster the courage like courage to learn life coaching and be a life coach but yes this is one what i want to do and i'm doing this right now and i'm hoping to finish soon um i want to do this besides nursing because i feel like i i i want to do more than just going to the hospital three times a week four times a week i want to do more and actually like impart knowledge and skills that i learned over the nearly three years that you know i've been meditating and i know that life coaching is a way to channel that and i want to be good at it so and yes i am looking forward to finishing the course so that i can start this this practice and i will tell you more about it when i you know come back and actually practice it maybe as i open the new season in i i'm thinking two months i i, I want to take a two months two month break so yeah so i'm also ending the season with this 10th episode to focus on finishing my education to become a life coach besides my regular job and other responsibilities out here as a wife as a mother and yeah i want to focus on things so um because that is the other thing that i learned from practicing meditation to not strain and i i didn't know that coming up with a weekly podcast is actually work is not an easy thing i have i mostly just work 3 days a week but boy on my days off yeah it it doing a podcast is actually consuming but i enjoy it so much because i can talk about topics that i'm hoping that i'm able to like share to everyone for for everyone to learn from and it's fun but at the same time i also need to focus on other things and not strain and be and and be able to come back to give you a better me and in my podcast when i return for another season so with that being said thank you so much for being with me on the final episode of season 1 here on eat meditate live i really appreciate 
you all for your patience in being here as I talk incessantly for 10 weeks in this podcast. And I promise to give you a better season next season as I, again, um, take a break to finish other tasks and regroup and, you know, do other things. And thank you so much. This wraps up season one. I will talk to you again soon. Thank you and enjoy the rest of your day and your week. See you next time.